0: Christmas in us, uh, never outgrow God's wonder. Um, and, and like, as we get older, that's what we lose, right? Uh, I know we're no longer struggling to sleep the night before Christmas anymore. What happened to that, right? Remember as a kid, you couldn't even sleep. And you're like, I can't wait to get up. I'm going to open this gift. And, and now it's like, oh, we got to get up you know uh and that part is 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 the joy that we need to have replaced back in all of us all of us and maybe just because uh you know maybe because you're you're the one that's purchasing and doing all the stuff but realize thank god get up and and rejoice and run under there and open up that god blessed you with the ability to purchase Right, that He gave you, He 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 anointed you with the opportunity to do all that He has for you to have done, and so don't let this time go by where we no longer are excited about Christmas. Right, that's Christ coming to the earth. We're we're no longer just, oh man, no, you need to be the first one under there jumping up each and every on um, Saturday morning, beat your kids down there. I mean. Be there first. Let's. I could come out wrong. Don't. Yeah. Get there first. Amen. Can we admit that we've lost a little bit of joy in that? Can we admit well, we, we, we're okay with sleeping through the night, sleeping through the morning, when it used to be, what happened to my excitement about that? Well, you know, in Matthew chapter 2, verse 1, it says, Now when Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, in the days of Herod the king, behold, there came wise men from the east of Jerusalem, saying, Where is he that is born king of the Jews? For we have seen his star in the east and are come to.'" Worship him. And listen, they were calling him King of the Jews as a baby. At the infant stage, he was full of everything he needed to be. When you start, and I don't know what, whatever you need to do, whatever you're uh, working on, and things you may be trying to overcome, that first step is filled with the finish. That first thing, that first act of obedience, is filled with the very ending that you're believing God to do in your life. That first step, that first thing that as Christ was born, he says they said where is the king of the Jews. And they say just where's the baby. It says where is everything that is in this child. Now so just because it looks small doesn't mean the greatness is not in it. And we have to treat it that way. He was the it's the birth of Christ. It is the excitement that there's a king here. There's a blessing here. You may be just now working on trying to uh, stop saying the wrong stuff. there's there's <laughs> there's a clean mouth in there, <laughs> right? right there's 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 a there's a breaking of addiction there. When you take the first step, that means you're completely free right there, but you walk in that. It's there. The infant stage, the first step is already the finished product. You're just gonna live it out. and you got to start calling yourself finished you got to start calling yourself overcomer. See, we're, even, we're either leaving uh, footprints or footholds. if we're put, leaving our, our family members in footholds because of generations, then, then the footprint will never be seen. They'll just be stuck in the hole instead of being able to walk in the steps. And we want them to be able to follow after us and not fall into the things we fell into. And so we got to get excited. I am just as guilty as anyone, but but this particular year, I I've, I've commanded that I ask for lots of gifts. I I'm going to outget them this year. Every one of them prayed for God to open doors uh, for me to be able to present. And as Pastor Rita was talking about, your voice is a gift. And, and, and it mine specifically literally is a voice is a gift. It literally is where, where that, that everything that I'm doing is based on my voice. In a world where, where you hear the words talk is, yeah, talk is cheap. And see, I don't necessarily believe talk is cheap. I think walks and steps are cheap. Your talk then becomes not any good when you take cheap steps. You can have expensive words, but if your steps are cheap, that's what make your walk, or your steps are weak, that's what make your walk cheap. Or your talk cheap. I'm gonna get them together in a minute. Talk, walk, steps, cheap, steep, whatever. All of those and, and it has to be because I can't take cheap steps. And and my integrity is what holds holds me together. That's my gift. That's my that's my blessing, is my honesty to myself, my honesty to my walk, my honesty to my being and, and who I am. But but I have to get excited about Christ coming. I have to get excited about Christmas. I, I, I'm really challenging you. Be more excited about your kids and about you being able, on Christmas morning. Quit making it look like I paid the bills, quit looking like get off my lawn person even if you do that right even if you do that let's let's be excited let's show our kids because then it's just a matter of time where they stop being excited about jesus altogether. right it's no longer i can say uh, do as i say not as i do no what i do leaves the print or the foothold or the stronghold, whatever it turns into. I can no longer just say that, I can't, I can't do that, I can't give this wise talk and have this immature walk, all right? I, I gotta be good on both the ends of that. So the first step we take in obedience is filled with all of God's greatness of the outcome. What is it that you're believing for? What is it that, that you want to see God do in your life? That first step in that direction because Psalms 37:23, the steps of a good man, they're ordered of the Lord. That's a great step. Step in that direction. Quit beating yourself up when you don't. Get it all right in one day. Repent. Get back up because that step you took filled with every promise that you're believing God to do in your life. So Isaiah 40 and 31 says, they that wait up on the Lord, he shall renew their strength. So I take the first step and then I live in waiting like a waiter. I serve God and then I get stronger because I know the first step, the hardest thing to do is that first step. They say the hardest thing, the, 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 the 80% of failure happens when we can't take the first step. Will say that. You can say that with cleaning, the minute I get up and start. Then I'm gonna get going. But as long as I delay the start, I'll delay the finish. All right? If you're going to the gym, this is the hardest part is going. You may get there and look at the TV for a while, but then you're like, "But well, I got up and I got dressed. And so then, you know, all the other stuff kicks in. And, and same thing with, with your walk with Christ, get up and, and start praying, get up and get in the midst of that. What am I praying? I'm praying for safety over my children. I'm praying for safety over my family, myself. I'm praying that safety starts right then when you get on your knees and pray before God. Right there. So they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. Because they are taking expensive steps. So it, it is developing. So Jesus came in the weakest form. And you admit, right? Who says a baby is a king? He came as the most vulnerable type way he could show up an infant. Infant can't protect itself, and infant can't protect anybody else. Why are they calling it a king? Because God says, Come as you are. Quit trying to get better. Come as weak as you are, so you can have my strength to fulfill you. Let the weak say, I'm strong. He's saying that because your vulnerability, your ability to walk up to somebody who's wronged you and say, "I forgive you." That's it. It's done. You're not trying to get even. That's the most vulnerable thing that you can do. But if you can't do that, your king will be your status as king will be in waiting until we can get excited about being vulnerable. I'll never let somebody hurt me again. They'll never catch me like that again. It'll never happen again. And God is saying, can you be vulnerable to me, the one who loves you, the one who created you? Because while you're running from man, you're not running to the king of kings. Amen, pastor. Thank you. I needed to hear that. Our message is that as believers, it doesn't, how, doesn't matter how small the start looks. doesn't matter. Don't despise the day of small beginnings. Doesn't matter how small it looks. It doesn't matter how small it looks physically. There's eternity in it. There's eternity. Well, God, only we only know a few verses. Quote them. Quote them every day, the few you know, and then let those grow in you. Wait on God. Be be excited about it. I'm I'm expecting to see uh, great excitement about what God wants to do in your ending. In Matthew chapter 8, verse 1 through 5, it says, At the same time came the disciples unto Jesus, saying, Who is greatest in the kingdom of heaven? And Jesus called a little child unto him and set him in the midst of them, and said, Verily I say unto you, except ye be converted, and become as little children, ye shall not enter into the kingdom of heaven. Whosoever therefore shall humble himself as this little child, the same is greatest in the kingdom of heaven. And whoso shall receiveth one such little child in my name receiveth me. He says the greatest in the kingdom has the behavior of a child didn't say it had childish behavior. It's behavior of a child. What do children do? Children trust. Children just believe. Children have faith. Children know that even in your mind where you think, I don't know how I'm going to get this done. Your kids think you can do it. And he says, that's the greatest in the kingdom. It's not those who've been manipulated by things they've been through. If you can start to come and basically, if you can become vulnerable and just trust God, not look at and trust in your circumstances, trust God. Because the surroundings are always going to have a voice. You need to have God in you as a greater voice. As we speak, John 10, 4, speak it over. I'm going to pray it over my children every morning that they'll know the voice of the good shepherd and the voice of another they will not listen to. They will not hear. They will not listen to strangers' voice of get in trouble, talk back, don't listen. They won't listen to them. They're going to listen to the voice of God. Speak that over your kids. Speak that over yourself, by the way. Make sure you pray that out loud. So we, I truly believe that many of us are, are walking with Christ the same way we have lost excitement about Christmas. It's just Jesus. just just the baby, sweet baby Jesus. And God has said, hey, look, let's, let's get excited about all of it. There's a gift in you. Uh, and I didn't even know what Pastorita was going to be saying, but that is so true. Um, we also, along with making sure your words are right, make sure your tone is right too. Even in text. Now they can read them in text now. You can't. It's, just, it's almost like you don't want to say nothing. That's why I'm just using letters. I'm glad they came out with pictures. You know, I accidentally put an exclamation point on something and said yes. Exclamation point lady's like, Are you okay? Yes, I am. I'm okay. But we gotta make sure that we can do it. We used to we used to run for presence as children, and when we were first born again, we would run to be in God's presence. that time when you're first born again, nothing could go wrong. I believe in God. God's going to take care of me. I believe that God's going to do it. And and no matter what, no one could shake our faith. Let's get back to that. He said, that's the greatest in the kingdom. He said, the greatest is is not all of those who can quote the Greek and the Hebrew. It's those who can trust and believe. Which is the toughest part, right? Even for those quoters of Greek and Hebrew and whatever, Arabic, but they don't know how to trust God are looking for their knowledge instead of looking into into their face. So, if we lose the excitement of our beginning, we will get bored in the middle and possibly forfeit the God-ordained ending if revival doesn't happen in our heart. So, I want to make sure revival happens in our heart. Psalms 51:10 says, "Create in me a clean heart, renew in me a right spirit, return unto me the joy of my salvation." Amen. How many of y'all happy you're saved? Awesome, awesome. Okay, few of you, some of you, mad you're going to heaven, but that's okay. You're, you're, you'll get there anyway. You'll just be angry for eternity. But re- re- creating me a clean heart, renewing me a right spirit, that's a good prayer to pray. There are going to be people out there that's going to make you have to pray that prayer. <laughs> creating me a clean heart. Why am I not excited about what we're celebrating with this birth of Christ? Who Christmas is all commercialized, it don't have to be commercialized in you just because someone else is doing it don't let it be commercializing you let your heart be full of joy let your heart be full of peace let your heart be full of the things of god so it is part of that that makes us get back to that place there's great faith in a child that hasn't been contaminated just doesn't know to be to not believe Just doesn't know not to trust. All they know is I believe that you can do it. And and, you know, even as they get older, you know, kids start figuring stuff out. You know, you go in the store and they say, hey, I want to get that. And they go, you go, no, I don't have any, I don't have any cash, is what I used to say. And they go, Well, you got a card. I asked, because I'd been on a rollout, who told you about the card? You know, we watch mom use it all the time. And we heard you got one too. Yeah. They know, they believe that you can take care of everything. Now you have to establish some boundaries. Amen. <laughs> hey it's okay to say no to them. All right. We not getting that now. We're going to cook at home. We're going to, you know, all of those things and you've got to understand that part of the gift and, and, and making them understand if it's part of the gift of being able to trust each other, trust that when you say no, that's just as valuable as you saying yes. It's just as valuable, just as valuable. When you say, hey, look, no, we're not going to do that right now. That's not what we're going to do. That's just as valuable. And the same thing, we, we have to understand when God says no, not right now, but keep praying. Right? We want our kids to understand that means we need to understand as well. Keep praying. Keep believing. Wait on the Lord. Wait on the Lord. He's trying to renew your strength. I want to get stronger, God. I want to get stronger. I only get stronger by waiting. So we are deceived if our life for God's destiny is in what we can grow in instead of the one we know in. And it's adequate trying to just grow it up and just keep knowing Christ. Right, well, I want to grow in this, I want to be in this, and you will grow, but make sure you stay in the one that you know. Don't lose sight of knowing God, because you're trying to grow in stuff, or growing things, or growing people. Don't lose sight of God. It's, it's Christmas. We're going to run to the gifts. I'm, I'm even thinking about opening stuff before they even come downstairs. Just open my stuff. Just sit there in the middle of paper. keep you posted and i don't think Pastorita allows that and they're not here to stop me so salvation which is our greatest gift right (laughs) open up your salvation each and every morning that should be the first thing you run to that's always a good thing it feels so good to know you are my friend i mean what a gift to open each and every day to get up with the excitement that, that God is doing great things. God is on the inside of me. It is the greatest gift we will ever receive And waking up knowing that we will spend eternity with Christ should never grow dull in our hearts, never. No matter what hardship we go through, no matter what things that happen to us or happen through us, that should never be a hardship to know that I'm going to be with Christ. I'm just going to grow in God. I'm going to grow and have my faith in Christ. And, and let's say, let, and not, not let's say, let's make sure we believe for others. Let's pray for them. Let's pray for them. As, as we pray, and we, and we do every morning, pray for our church. But, but let's make sure you pray for one another. Pray for the blessings of God. Pray, pray for a sound mind, a, a peaceful time. My parents are, are, are supposed to be coming. We pray for peaceful times. It's because my sister's coming too. Peaceful times. It's going to be good. It's going to be good. It's going to be good no matter what. Isaiah chapter 9 and verse 6 through 7, they were singing this, which I thought was awesome. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given. Now, we're talking about a child and a son, but listen at all the things that follow after that child and son. The government shall be upon his shoulders. The whole government, who we trust in. D and R are Jesus, right? As his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. Go get your counseling from Jesus. You depress, depress your Bible and flip the pages open and start reading about the goodness and joy of God. Of the increase of his government and peace, there shall be no end upon the throne of David and upon his kingdom to order it and to establish it with judgment and with justice and from henceforth even forever. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform this. The the zeal, there needs to be some excitement. Excitement, I can say it. Excitement, excitement, excitement. Right, have you ever been excited about something and then the person you said to is not as excited that makes you feel not like not talking about it anymore makes you feel like not talking about it anymore I know will say something to me that she'll be really excited about it and just don't you know yeah well I can rest assured that fellowship about that subject is not going to come up again you know part of our excitement is about being excited about what God is excited about He's excited about us loving one another. He's excited about us encouraging one another. He's excited about us walking by faith. He's excited about that. And so we have to, let's, let's turn and get excited. So if we look at all the things that Jesus was called as an infant, I want you to see those things within yourself. And I don't know what's been the diagnosis about your body, but by your stripes, by your stripes, by his stripes, you are healed right? Philippians 4, 19, he shall supply all of your needs according to his riches and glory. Romans 8, 1, there's therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. James 1, 8, a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. Get your mind set on the things of God. Colossians 3, 2, set your affections on things. You just, just stop just running them. Get there and start to promote the very thing that Jesus was filled with those things. So are you, God, I, I just don't know how to get my thoughts right. I don't know how to be. He gave you a sound mind, second Timothy one seven. I'd say this, had my mom pray with me about this last night. Uh, you know, just because they, you know, had some issues about memory and just, she was saying some stuff. I go, no, we're not having that. So let's pray right now. You've been, you've been saying since I was a kid, God didn't give me a spirit of fear, but love, power, and a sound mind. You got a sound mind. You can't say it to me and expect me not to say it back to you. And I made her say it back to me. We, we kept talking until her voice cleared up and then she started talking correctly we got to get in battle. we got to get in and fight. I'm not going to let her mind go. I'm not going to let anything go. I'm going to remind you how bad I was as a child. (laughs) Maybe that will trigger something. But we can't just sit on the side and act like that's the person we don't know. You you stormed through the house when I knew we didn't have any money saying that God is going to supply for us. Saying stuff like, I need $1,500. Why are you saying that out loud? You know, we don't have it. Who are you saying that to? saying it out loud and confessing that God is going to provide. Yes. All right? So I'm I'm going to let that mind go. No. You're 82 and you're going to be sound. You're going to have it. You're going to have it. I, I'm believing for you. You're going to speak correctly. And so we just start talking. And she said, man, I, I love laughing. I love, I, I can't say everything I want to say to you. I have to, I have to think before I speak when I talk to you. Which makes me wonder about the other siblings. Why don't she have to think when she talked to them? And I know because I'm better than all of them. And that's why she has to think. But they may need to do better. Hey, I don't, whoever's in your life, don't let them slip away. Speak life over them. Amen. Thank you. I'm so glad you're encouraged about that. Romans 11:29 says the gifts and callings of God are without repentance And since they're without repentance, they also come completely furnished with everything the gift and calling would do in your life. Completely furnished. You're completely furnished with everything that God has. When he calls you to do whatever he's calling you to, like Pastor Rita said, using your voice, it is furnished with help. It is furnished with blessing. It is furnished with restoration. It is furnished with peace. In Matthew chapter 1 and verse 23, says, behold, a virgin shall be with, with child and shall bring forth a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which being interpreted is God with us. As a baby, God was with us. The minute he hit the earth, God was with us. The minute you turn to obey God in whatever that area is, you just, you just stop and ask God what that is, He's with you right then and there. It's not something you have to build up. It's there. God, I want to be, able to better, be a better provider. I want, to, I want to walk Walk in my faith better. Whatever it is. Emmanuel, God with us. So he was called according to his existence as God with us. So run. Don't walk. Run to open your gift and see God complete the work He started in you. Philippians 1:6. He that begun a good work in you is able to perform it and perfect it till the end. Run to open your gifts every morning. If God opens your eyes two hours earlier than you're supposed to get up, get up and go open what God has opened your eyes to get. Don't roll back over. Oh, this is such a popular. When you start messing with people's sleep, it's so popular. Like, y'all, because it just, time just stood still just now. Get up, open your, be the first one to open your gifts, unwrap them. Unwrap whatever hope that God woke you up to see, whatever victory, unwrap it. Whatever deliverance, unwrap that thing first thing. So, knowing that when it is all said and done, the gift you open has a great ending. See, I can tell Pastor Rita, she stole this. Pastor Rita hasn't seen these notes. And yet she got up here and talked about the gift. You pray for one another. You pray for you. I, I believe that with all my heart, that my family, my kids, my media family, my wife and kids, praise and we all come in agreement for what God needs to be doing in all of our lives. Same thing for you. We pray over you guys, but also pray over your immediate family. Teach your kids how to pray. And then let your kids teach you how to act at Christmas time. A little crazy. Throw paper all around. Which I can't stand by the way. I'm usually the one with the trash bag. Can pick it up, man. Pick it up. Why you gotta throw your trash? Come on. And why they opening gifts? I'm like, put trash in, put it in here. Can't even see the gifts. You just trash everywhere. And Pastor, Ray, let them have fun. It ain't fun if we over here living like hoarders. So you can see where we're gonna get off. But if I open my stuff early and show first, and I'll do it with a trash bag. This is how y'all should do it. Everybody get their own bag. But it's Christmas time. Amen. Let's pray. Let's pray.